It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of blindandroidusers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, and welcome to episode 115 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. We're recording today on Saturday, February 18th, 2023. I'm Warren Carr, alongside with my co-hosts, I got John in Virginia, Doug Cameron in Canada, Fidan in London, Austin Pinto in India, and we have our friend Sally from our Turkish side. And coming up in this episode, Austin, of course, gives us the announcements. Then we move on to the Spotlight segment. That's the basic Android segment. And today we're talking about Google services and preferences from within the system settings. That is followed by John's unboxing of the Galaxy S23 Ultra. And we conclude today's episode with an app demo called Jumbo. Guys, welcome to episode 115. Austin, let's begin with you before you fall asleep on us. What's up with you? Nothing is up. It's just a normal week, normal everything. It's getting very warm. So not my favorite season, but uh, I need to take it anyway. So it's all good in Mumbai. You're keeping it hot down there, bro? Yeah, it's very hot here. And I could say Austin is hot? Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. John, what's going on, my man? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, the weather here is pretty bipolar. Yesterday it was up into the 70s. Today it's back down in the 30s. So very up and down. Um, but it was a good week. I had a lot of fun. I've been using my new phone. So that's exciting. Definitely, that's the weather that can make up its mind, you know, down by 40 degrees. That's freezing, man. Let's move on to the pretty one there in London. My dear, what's up with you? Oh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been quite nice and sunny for a lot of this week. But today it was grey and cloudy and, and yesterday, actually. But today it was drizzling as well and a bit cold. Um, I've heard we might get some very cold weather in the in March, though. So. We'll see. But yeah, London's London's okay. Yeah. The bridge is not falling, though, is it? No, the London Bridge isn't falling down, no. Nice. Because I like to walk across that bridge. <laughs> Doc, my man, what's going on, man? You freezing yet? No, it's actually not too, too bad. Much like John, Mother Nature here is definitely dealing with menopause and can't make up her mind what the hell's going on. But it's not too bad. It's been kind of melty all week. So we're going to get a little bit more cold this coming week. So, I mean, not super pumped about the ice, but that's what we get in February and March. Same thing going on here. You know, we kind of have been having nice weather and uh, goodness, uh, in the 40s. And then next week, it's going to be cold. So, and cold and snow. Sally, you're coming to us from our Turkish site, and uh, we're glad to have you here today. Um, how is it out there in Turkey? Oh, we're having also really sunny day today. As you said, the weather is pretty nice, treating us so well these days. 
And yeah, uh, it's just in the middle of winter. We have in sunny days in February. Yeah, it's interesting for us. Thank you so much for joining us yeah. today. Thanks a lot. We now move on to the announcement segment and Austin standing by. So to our listeners, if you are following the news, there are some very strong earthquakes in Turkey, Syria and New Zealand. And we have a lot of listeners from those countries. And so our prayers and sympathies go out to all those who have been affected by the earthquake. There are some lot of destruction. And I hope all our listeners and all the public in general are safe there. Yeah, our hearts are with you guys out there in Turkey. This has been a very unfortunate situation, but really we're glad to see you here um Sally. Uh that tells me that your city is uh doing well, right? Yeah, indeed. The city is safe here, but like a lot of cities has been damaged and it's a huge one. Two big earthquakes happened in the same day it was a really tragedy for us. But things good, it's still going on. Our prayers are with you guys in Turkey, and um, we are so thankful that uh, you are not affected. And here you are with us on this episode. Another announcement is that we have switched uh, podcast host, which is a very technical language, but uh, you just need to know that we have changed the service that provides our podcast to you. So if any of the listeners are having any difficulties for listening to us on the of any podcast apps be it Spotify or Apple podcast or any app that you would listen to us before you just need to email us at contactus@blindandroidusers.com and we will do whatever is possible to fix that. And the next announcement is John's S23 unboxing was first aired on our YouTube channel. So you need to be subscribed to that channel and hit the notifications icon and make that notifications to all because there may be some first only YouTube videos in the future which can be added to the podcast later. Thank you so much Austin and talking about subscriptions though I noticed that after we asked you guys to subscribe that we have actually moved up to like 800 something maybe 865 or somewhere in there from uh was it 857 or was it 856 rather because yeah, i was struggling with my math back there yeah <laughs> so we're inching closer to that 1000 mark that austin is really looking forward to and we hope that by april of this year that dream is going to come true Moving on now we turn on to our spotlight segment and that's the Android basic segment and today we're talking about the entry from within the system settings and this we come to the Google services and preferences. I'll first go on though and give you a quick overview of this area that we'll be talking about this overview and then we'll move on to the next segment. Here is my overview. I am now in the system settings and I'll move to the item in question and we're talking about Google here. And by the way, I'm doing this on my Pixel 6 Pro. I pulled it out of a drawer and using it instead of using my Pixel 7 Pro which is running Android 14 developer 
Preview 1. So this one is using the Android 13 QPR2 Beta 2.1. So here's the item in question. Google. Google, Services and Preferences. Google, Services and Preferences. I'll tap here and we'll go in here and look at all that we have. Google account. Google, out of... So the first thing we heard, Google account. And moving from here, we have several items. And the whole idea is to go through these items, which you can check out on your own. And I may stop on one or two and go in deeper and see what is content therein. But for now, the whole idea is giving you that whole overview of what is content in here. And then the podcast crew will discuss these items or the ones that they find to be of great importance. Google account. We have your Google account. And following that, we have... Manage your Google account button. Manage your Google account. If we tap here, though, you'll find several items. And let me just quickly go in here and show you the items that are here. And then we'll come back and continue from here. Google account. And here's what we find on this screen. At the very top, we hear Google account. Google account, and that's followed by your account. And below your username, we got some six tabs. Here are the tabs that I'm talking about. Starting from the left, we got Home tab selected, one of six. We have the Home tab, and that's the one that's selected by default. And all that is showing here is relating to the Home tab. We'll check what it is that the Home tab has. But before we do, let's go through the other tabs. The second item to the right of that is Personal Info, tab 2 of 6. Personal Info, next. Data and Privacy, tab 3 of 6. We got the data and privacy, that's number three. And number four. Security, tab four of six. Security is our number four. Number five. People and sharing, tab five of six. People and sharing. And the last item here on this screen is. Payments and subscriptions, tab six of six. Payments and subscriptions. Now, below that, that's below all these tabs. And of course, as I indicated, we are on the Home tab. That's the active tab that we have. Now, here's what the Home tab says. Take a few minutes to strengthen your passwords. Update your weak or reused passwords with password checkup in list. And moving my finger down. Dismiss button. I have the dismiss. So if I don't want to worry about this, I could just tap here, forget about this, and go on my merry way. Moving down. Take checkup button. I have to take the checkup. I could basically tap on this to check up my passwords, and it will tell me as to which of my passwords have been breached online. Next. Manage your info, privacy, and security to make Google work better for you. Learn more. Out of list. There's a learn more. Google One. As a Google One member, you get expanded storage, access to experts, and more. So the next item here has to do with the Google One subscription, of which I'm a member. I'm subscribed to the 100 gig version, which is $2 a month, $1.99, or $19.99 annually. And that's the one that I chose. Below that, we've got... 
Account storage, 8.58 gigabytes of 102 gigabytes used. It's telling me that I have used so far 8% of my 102 gigs and below that. Support from a Google expert. Get help with Google products. Next. Go to Google One. I could go here and manage my Google One subscription or the files therein. Next. Privacy and personalization. See the data in your Google account and choose what activity is saved to personalize your Google experience. Showing Next. items one. Manage your data and privacy. Showing items one to four of nine. Next. You have security recommendations. Recommended actions found in the security checkup in list. Showing so I have some recommendations that I could go in and check on. Protect your account. Showing items three to five of nine. Protect my account. Privacy suggestions available. Take the privacy checkup and choose the settings that are right for you. Showing items three to six of nine. Next. Review suggestions two. Showing items three to six of nine. And that's the last item. I'm going to go back here. Google account. Manage your Google account button in list. So I'm back in the menu I and we here manage your accounts moving down. COVID-19 support heading. We come across a heading that talk about COVID-19 and below that. COVID-19 exposure notifications off. I have mine turned off next. Services on this device heading. We come to now a heading that says services and below that. Ads. Ads. Here's where you can go in and personalize your ads and or change your ad ID and things like that. Autofill. Then we have the autofill. Next. Backup. Backup. Something very important. You need to go in here from time to time. If you want to manually backup, you could tap on this and go tap on backup. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Backup. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Showing items 1 to 11 of 14. So I'm here now on the backup page or backup screen. And uh, if I put my finger down. Account storage. We hear account storage and below that. Manage storage button. Manage storage moving down. Backup by Google One, Pixel 6 Pro, February 9th, 4.32 p.m. Switch on. So the last time that this one was backed up was February 9th. And of course, I had pulled it out that day and checked for updates. Next. Backup now button. And you can tap on backup now. That means you want to manually um, back your apps and things like that. Moving on. Your device backs up automatically over Wi-Fi after it's been idle and charging for two hours. Next. Backup details, heading. We got the backup details. Well, you got the drift. I'm going to go back. Google account. Backup in list. Moving from backup, we continue now and we come across devices and sharing. Devices and sharing. In other words, devices you can share things with. Next. Find my device. We come across find my device. Next. Game dashboard. Game dashboard. And that's for those of you who are gamers. I am not a gamer. Next. Mobile data and messaging. Mobile data and 
messaging. Next. Parental controls. We come across parental controls. Personal safety. Personal safety. Personalize using shared data. Showing items 1 to 14 of 16. And next. Set up and restore. We hear set up and restore. In other words, in the event that you're setting up a new device or setting up your device after doing a factory reset and you didn't choose to restore your things or your apps or your contacts, you could tap here to go do so. Next. Settings for Google Apps. Showing items 3 to 16 of 16. Let's go ahead and tap here. Connected apps in list. Showing items 1 to 7 of 7. We heard connected apps showing 1 of 7 of 7. And putting my finger down, starting from the top. Settings for Google Apps, out of list. We hear setting for Google Apps and moving down. Connected apps. Connected apps. Google Contact Sync. We got Google Contacts Sync. Google Fit. Fit. Google Play Instant. Google Wallet. Play Games. Search, Assistant and Voice. You got the drift. And that's the general overview of the Google and Preferences. I will now hand it over to the podcast crew as we delineate on these things. Well, that's the overview of this segment, guys. Let's talk about this segment, the overview here. We have several things in here. Some we have covered in the past and some we'll be covering later on in some of our upcoming episodes. But what are some of these things that stand out to you? We've got things like backup. We've got things like ads. We've got uh, other things that we've talked about. For example, we've talked about parental controls and some segment i think was that in digital uh well-being i don't remember but we've come across yeah, some of these things yeah and so this is an area that you know we're encouraging you guys to uh go in here because we're just giving you an overview of it we may look into some of the specifics later on but for the time being we want you guys to actually get familiar with this area and go in and customize things you need to customize and things of that nature. I'd say one of the most important things probably is the backup one, because it may be that your phone isn't doing automatic backups. And trust me, if you only do manual backups, if something goes wrong with your phone and you lose all the information on it or something, that'll be when you haven't recently done a backup. Whereas if you have automatic backups, does it, is it every day it does it? Or um, it's quite regular anyway. Yeah, it does uh, it regularly. It, yeah, you can set it to daily. Change, or yeah, you can. Or... But um, that's that's a good thing to set. Um, I mean, to be honest, most of these settings, I think, are things that people, most people probably only go into when they actually, when something's not working properly or when they actually need to change something. I don't think they're settings that people would necessarily explore just because kind of thing if that makes sense um but it's good to know where to find them i think and i do think yeah. you know that backing up thing is is worth 
checking out. Yeah, and it backs up. Uh, you don't as long as you have home internet, and you know, you you don't need to worry about it using up your data or your uh, battery because it waits to do it automatically when it's been charging, when it's plugged in, and been idle for a couple of hours. So basically, in the middle of the night, when you're connected to your home network, if you have one. And so, in reality, I don't think it does it every time because I look at my backups, for example. Sometimes it does and other times it doesn't. And if there's something that has really changed, then it might do it. I think the system is intelligent enough to do that. Um, Let's say I install an app today and later on tonight, if I don't have that thing plugged in, it's not going to update it. I mean, it's not no, going no, to back it has, up. It has to so be that's why. Yeah. So it is important if you are someone that want to keep up to date, then you sometimes now and then you want to tap on that manual backup because then it'll back up your stuff for you. Um, also, though, you know, if you don't want the um, the thing to be eating your data, like John says, you want to make sure you have Wi-Fi. Because if you tap on that manual backup, if you are not on Wi-Fi, it will still backup because you're just saying, I want you to do that backup now. And this also counts uh, toward your uh, Google storage allotment. For instance, everybody have like 15 gigs of Gmail account and that is shared across your um, services, Google services, be it, you know, photos or whatever. So Think about that. And I talked about the subscription to the Google One. This is where the Google One comes in. I'm not trying to sell you Google One. uh, But if you can get that Google One, probably something worth doing. I got the uh, $2 a month, but instead I do like an annual subscription. So I only pay $20 a year instead of uh, $24 because if you do it monthly, then you're going to be coming up at $24. So saving you $4 there, uh, probably is better to have that annual subscription. Yeah, and you if you're wondering whether you need it or not, don't worry about it. Google will let you know for sure when you're running out of storage. Yeah, so. if, you're, if it hasn't told you you're running out of space, then you're fine. Yeah. The, the other time it's good to manually back up is when you're about to try a, a beta version of Android or if you're doing a major update, if you're worried about losing your data, um, especially things like WhatsApp and messages and stuff, um, go in there and and check when it last did a backup. And if it was quite recent and you're fine with that, then that's great. And, you know, but if it's not recent enough, then you might want to, you know, do that manual backup. I mean, on a lot of tariffs now, people have enough data anyway. But if you don't, it's like Warren said, it's worth um, knowing that um, you will use it on a manual backup. You will use it. It is important that people do that backup because like you mentioned, messages and especially contacts. We've had email messages on our email forum where people are talking about how do I back up my contacts or how do I import my contacts. So once you have these things backed up automatically, though, when you transfer to another device, um, your messages and your contacts are going to be coming through that Google backup that you do. And like John says, 
it counts against your backup. So if you're not seeing your messages, sometimes Google will tell you that, hey, your messages are not getting through or someone sends you an attachment, it's not coming through. It could be that you are running out of that 15 gig storage. And so uh, it will let you know, and then you will determine as to whether or not it's time to subscribe to that Google one. So these are very important uh, issues to look into if you're running low on storage you can either go in there and clean them up use that google one app and i find it easier to clean up my storage so um, instead of going to the website could be a little bit clunky sometimes so use that google one app and be able to clean up your storage get rid of large attachments that you don't need anymore and things like that uh, and keep uh, a handle on your storage but if you subscribe then you don't have to worry too much um i'm just looking through the settings for backups and there's a setting about whether or not you allow um backups over metered wi-fi or cellular data and it wasn't ticked i've actually just ticked it because i have lots of data so if you find that you hit backup now and it won't work or it's grade you know disabled you might need to um check that setting because if you if you want to do a backup now but you don't actually have wi-fi you need you need to have made sure that the phone knows it's all right to um to back up through your phone network because otherwise it might be trying to protect you from massive bills but if you've got a tariff like i have where you won't get billed for that then because you've got you've already paid in your monthly tariff for loads of data then um then it would be fine so that might be a thing you need to to check if because i've had that before i've had the backup now thing's been disabled and i've thought what's going on here why won't it let me back up and then oh that thing's not ticked and i haven't got wi-fi okay that's the reason so that's an important thing to know about backing up as well. Thank you so much, Fee. So in other words, automatically it is set to only back up when you are on Wi-Fi. So I think so, you, yes. And it's in the advanced yeah. bit. It's it says advanced settings, certainly on my Samsung phone, but I am in the Google settings and it says backup using mobile or metered Wi-Fi data charges may apply. And then there's a tick box thing and I've just ticked it now. So it will allow me, but I think, yeah, automatically it wasn't going to do that. So. Yeah. So if you're someone that doesn't have Wi-Fi, uh, you have to go in here and tell it to use your data. And then you keep in mind that it's going to be eating part of your data because some of these backups can be huge, maybe uh, two gigs or whatever depends on what you have and all of that as to how many apps you have and all of that. So it will eat into some of your data and as well as eating into your storage as we've indicated. So good point, P. Thank you so much. And the good thing is, though, that it's smart enough to know what's backed up and what's not. So it doesn't back up everything every single time. So the first backup might use a lot of data, but from then on, it's only going to back up what's changed. Exactly. And so, like we said, we would be 
visiting some of the items here in our next episodes or upcoming episodes. But I think for now, this will do it for this overview. And as I said earlier, it, this is just an overview of this area. So we encourage people to go in here and try to customize this area to their own liking. We are now moving on to our next segment, and boy, do we have it. We are unboxing that Galaxy S23 Ultra, and here's John demonstrating that unboxing of the Galaxy S23 Ultra. Hi, John here, and today's the day we've been waiting for, at least the day I've been waiting for. It's going to be the unboxing of the Galaxy S23 Ultra. So I have it here in front of me. I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. So, this is the front. I believe it says Galaxy S23 Ultra down here. I can feel it. Sort of embossed. So, I'm going to turn it over. Cut this tape. One there. One there. Done with that. Alright, let's see what we have here. So, I'll go with the boring stuff first. We have what's basically just going to be the charging cable, documentation, and a SIM removal tool. It's basically all it comes with anymore. So, I'm going to put this off to the side. Okay, so now that stuff's out of the way, we can get to the phone. Um, it, it looks like it's packaged a little bit differently. There's a protective thing over top of the phone now with holes for the camera lenses. I'm going to take that off, and here should be the phone. This is the sky blue version because I ordered it from Samsung. That's one of their exclusive colors that you can only get if you order it directly from them. So you can't go through a carrier or get it from a store or anything. Um, so yeah, this is the sky blue. It's 512 gigabytes and it came very fast. So it, Samsung, the release date is Friday and today is Monday when I'm recording this. So it came four days early because, um, I ordered it from them. Usually when you pre-order with Samsung directly, they'll ship it out a little bit early. So, let's see what we got here. I'm going to peel this off. So, let's set that aside. Alright, so I peeled the main screen protector off. I'm going to see if there's anything else. Sometimes Samsung will have... Yeah. Um, there's little pieces of plastic that you can peel off the sides. Actually, let me get this out of the way. Done with the box. Let me see here. Yeah, so the left side had a piece of plastic. Just put that pocket. Let's see. Assuming this side has it as well. Yep. You could easily miss this if you don't know it's here. I mean, some people might actually want to leave it on. 
I like to take it off. Alright, that was the whole entire left side. It went around the buttons and everything. Alright, so I don't think there's anything across the top and bottom. Well, maybe there is. Let's see here. Yeah. Gotta have good nails for this, I guess. This is exciting stuff right here. <laughs> it's thrilling, right? I could have done this later, probably should have. That'll be quick. It'll help me to be able to feel the edges and describe it to you. Okay. So, got everything off of there. I'll just describe it to you. So, um, the front, obviously all screen. The edges are actually not as curved as they were on the S23, or the I should say the S22 Ultra. It feels more like the shape of a Pixel, um, a Pixel 7 Pro, honestly, which I have here. I'm going to compare in a minute. But the thing I'm noticing that feels a little bit different is the sides actually are flat. Um, I don't think they were flat at any point. It still curves around the front and curves around the back, but it actually gets completely flat, which makes it easy to hold. I don't think the S22 Ultra was like that, but I'm not entirely certain. But it definitely, I do like the shape of it better than the last one. I just, I like completely flat screens, but if I can't have it completely flat, at least have just a bar barely curve around the edges. Um, okay, so I'll describe it from across the top. There's nothing but a microphone on the right side, kind of between the middle and the right side. Down the left side of the phone, there's nothing. It's completely blank. On the bottom, to the left, there's an S Pen. Pop that out. Not sure what color it is, but there it is. We'll put it back in. Uh, speaker next to that. USB-C port, I believe a microphone, and then a SIM tray. So just like last year, and I'm not a fan of this, the SIM tray ejection hole is right, right next to the microphone. So you have to be careful where you're putting the ejection tool. You never want to put it in the wrong hole. So along this side, is just a button so power button is below the two volume buttons the volume rocker all right and then the back of course because this is the Samsung beast of a phone it's got five they're not five cameras but five protrusions that look like cameras so three large ones to the left two smaller ones to the right they're actually a wide-angle lens a super wide angle lens, a telephoto lens, another telephoto lens, and then um, I think a just an autofocus sensor is the fifth one. 
Okay, so I'm gonna grab my Pixel 7 Pro here and compare the size. Putting them face to face. The S23 Ultra, man, it's close, but I'd say it's a little bit wider. Just barely. And then a little bit tall. Oops. I popped out the. I stood it on its S pin and it popped it out. So about the, man, a little bit taller as well, just barely. And thickness feels about the same. Curvature on the end. If anything, the Pixel 7 might have more of a curve, which is definitely different. But yeah, around the same thickness. So if you've used a Pixel 7 Pro, you're gonna, this is gonna feel basically identical to it. Let me see how the weight is. Um, yeah, it feels about the same as well. Nothing noticeable. Okay, so I'm gonna turn this on. Holding down, okay, got a vibration. <clears throat> Going to, I'm gonna get out my old phone because I'm anxious to try out this new Fast pair setup. See how that does. Hopefully, it makes things easier. Okay, so I think I'm on the setup screen. I'm gonna do the Samsung accessibility shortcut, which is to press the volume up and side key together and release. Okay, there it goes. It's a very low volume. I'm gonna turn it up. Welcome to TalkBack. Page one of five, TalkBack is a screen reader intended for situations or people who have difficulty seeing the screen. Allow TalkBack to make and manage phone calls. Allow so I back, backed out of the tutorial. Samsung Setup Wizard. Welcome. Emergency calls, English. Double tap to activate. Okay, so Double tap to activate. I'm going to spoken like speech rate. Speed it up speech a little rate. bit. Speech rate. Speech rate. 100. Speech rate. 146. Speech rate. 161 percent. Okay. And Start now. Button. Double tap to activate. I'm just gonna let me turn it up a little bit more. Let's see. Emergency call. Welcome. English. Start button. Okay, I'm gonna hit start. Double. Insert a SIM card to connect to a mobile network. For your review, oh, okay. agree to the Samsung terms and conditions, including the arbitration terms and the dispute resolution agreement. Double tap to toggle. No, I may as well show you how to insert a SIM card at this point. I'm gonna turn the screen off. Screen off. I have mine over here. I actually planned on doing that, but got carried away. So. I'm just going to use my <laughs> SIM ejection tool that I have on my keychain because, you know, I'm always needing it. And what I'm going to do is try to put it in the right hole. So I'm going to cover up the USB-C port with my finger. The next one would be the microphone. Don't want that one. 
Yeah, that's the one I don't want, so I'm gonna move to the right. Push it here. That ejected the tray. And my SIM card's over here somewhere. Okay, there it is. Now the thing about the SIM cards is there's only one way it's gonna fit in, so just try all four ways because it has a corner cut out. So this way is not working. I'm going to flip it to the right. That's not working. I'm gonna flip it forward. Okay, third time's a charm. <laughs> so there's four directions that it could fit. Just try all four until one fits and you'll know it'll just fit down in there snug. I'm gonna slide it back in here. Just like that. Turn the screen back on. Screen on. For your review, I agree to the Samsung terms and conditions. This includes your agreement that details. I agree to the Samsung privacy. I think I'm going to find it. Agree to all somewhere. Agree right to here. all. Optional. Checked. Agree. Button. So I'm just going to agree to Double everything to activate. without reading anything because that's what I do. Device setup. Set up using another device. Heading. Okay, so I'm going to turn on my old phone here. Device locked. 2.56 p.m. Page one of two, default page. Set up Galaxy S23 Ultra. To get started, you'll scan a QR code shown on your new device. Set up. Set up Galaxy. Set up. All right, so it, I got a pop-up on my old phone. I'm going to hit set up. Home. Page one of two, default page. Device setup. Connecting. Verify, Verify the code, code on your new device. device. Heading. If they match, tap neck. Three, four, five, eight. Codes don't match. Next. I'm going to assume these match. Unlock this device to copy your Google accounts, settings, and more. What? Off. What? Fingerprint. What's my fingerprint? Device Connecting setup. To Continue setup on your new device. Nine Maria. Wi-Fi network available. Open Wi-Fi network available. It says continue wi on new device. Choose a Wi-Fi network. Heading. Nine Maria connected. Nine Maria connected. So it's already connected to my Wi-Fi. It got that from my other phone. Next button. Hit next. Double tap to activate. Samsung setup wizard. In progress. Progress bar. Getting your phone ready. This may take a few minutes. Something I just want to mention is if you're going to copy your settings over from your old Samsung phone. Account setup. Checking info. Do not. Heading. Device setup. Getting account info. All right, let me stop that. Don't do it if you have Google services. Device setup. Continue setup on your new device. Copying your account. Continue setup on your new device. Verify screen off. Ring or silent. Verify it's me. Google. Verify it's you. Contact us at blindandroidusers.com. Password edit box. Enter your password. Not checked. I'm gonna set this up later. Show password. Next. Skip. You can add them later in settings. I will. Next button. Okay, so the, the thing I was going to say, if you're doing this with, if you have Google's TalkBack running on your Samsung phone, turn it off, put Google's, I mean, put Samsung's version back on and then do the setup because if you're running Google's version of TalkBack, when you copy over all your settings and stuff, it's going to think you're not using any screen reader at all. It's going to turn off Samsung's TalkBack for you and 
it's going to, if you don't have an accessibility shortcut set to Samsung's TalkBack, it's going to not set it to that for you. So you're going to be stuck. I've done that before and regretted it. You won't have a screen reader and you, your shortcut won't work anymore. So make sure you are running Samsung's version of TalkBack on your old phone and have an accessibility shortcut before you try to transfer over all your settings because that stuff will transfer. Getting account info. Data restore tool. Copy apps and data, heading. You can choose to transfer your apps, photos, contacts, and more. Don't copy, button. Next button. I will copy. Smart switch. Get started with smart switch. We use the smart switch app to copy your apps and data from your old device. By continuing, you agree to the terms and device logs and usage used to optimize, deny, button, allow, button, transfer your data, smart switch, bring your apps, wallpaper is picture, transfer wirelessly, button, transfer wirelessly, connect devices, connecting to transfer your data. Might need to turn this back on at this point. Device lock screen, 3 p.m. Device unlocked. Connect devices. Continue on your new device. Connecting to transfer your data. I assume it's doing something. Let's see. Connecting to transfer your data. Continue on your new device. Continue on your new device. <clears throat> Let's see what's happening. Connecting to transfer, Connecting your, to data. transfer your data. Smart switch. Searching for data to transfer. Smart switch. Select data to transfer. Right. Selected. Radio button. Everything. 92.61. Next button. I'm going to do everything. Select messages to transfer. Transferring a lot of messages could take a while and slow down your phone. Not selected. Radio button all 51. Selected. Radio button all. Transfer button out of list. I just chose all messages. Smart switch. Smart switch. Transferring, Transferring data, data your to your phone. new phone. Progress. Transferring data from your old phone. One minute left. So I don't know how long this is going to take. If it takes too long, I'll cut this out of the video. Progress. Organizing your transfer data. One minute left. Okay, one minute. That's not Transferring bad. data from your old phone. Okay, it's getting my accessibility settings because the text-to-speech engine just sped up. I'm going to slow it back down a little bit. Speech rate 146. Speech rate, speech rate 121%. Google services, Google services, John Deere 5 at gmail.com endless. Progress, transferring data from your old phone. Speech rate 110%, speech rate 100%. Tap to learn more about each service, such as backup and storage. Collapsed, backup to Google. Okay. More, button, out of list. I'm just going to hit more, hit it again, and... I see. Accept button. Accept. Protect your phone. 
Protect your phone. Prevent others from using this phone without your permission by activating device protection features. One of six. Enlist. Face recognition. Fingerprints. Three of six. Yes, set up a fingerprint. Set up fingerprint. Fingerprints. Heading. Out of list. A quick and easy way to unlock. Make sure that you don't use this. Continue. Button. Set secure screen lock. Before you can add your fingerprints, you need to set a secure screen lock, pattern, pin, or password. One of five enlist. Five items. Alright, so I'm going to set a pattern. Remember it. Pin, medium, password, pattern, medium security. Okay, so I just put my pattern in. Am I going to start now? Or, let's see. Register button. Okay, I'm going to hit register. Press your finger in the center of the scanning target. Then lift and press again when you hear the instruction. Move, move your finger down and to the right. 20% achieved. Now lift your finger. Move your finger down about one-eighth of an inch and touch the target again. Move your finger slightly. 30% achieved. Move your finger Move your finger down and to the right. 39% achieved. Move your finger Move your finger Move your finger down and to the right. 47% achieved. Now 54% achieved. Move your finger down slightly. 61% achieved. Move your finger 66% 71% achieved. 76% achieved. 83% achieved. 91% achieved. Move your finger down. Fingerprint down. Okay, so for those of you that are listening, a tip I always give is just place your thumb across the screen if that's the finger you're going to use to unlock, which I highly recommend. And don't try to put the end of your, of your thumb right on the sensor. Just let your thumb fall where it falls. Like for me, I'm not unlocking it with the very edge of my tip of my thumb. I'm unlocking it with the part of my thumb that just naturally falls across the screen. So I'm not having to hit a target every time. I'm just putting my phone, my thumb across the phone where, where I think the sensor might be and it, it works really well for the most part. So that's my recommendation there. Let's see what- Add button. I don't want to add another Next one. Next button. Next. Google. Google. Checking. Heading. Google. Access your assistant with Hey Google. Heading. So this is just going to be your typical setup. Um, let me turn this off. Screen off. I'll turn both of these off. Screen off. It should silent. Everything should be transferring in the background. But and I'll finish the setup after this video, but I just wanted to say um or I should say I just wanted to demo the new fast pair so I didn't have to put in any um passwords or anything. Speaking of passwords, I think Samsung has fixed an Android 13 the issue where during setup your passwords are hidden and it won't let you hear what you're typing in unless you connect a headset. I think they've corrected that for Android 13 because I have set up another phone after a factory reset with Android 13 and it did say my password. So that, that has been an issue with Samsung phones in the past, but I don't think that's going to be an issue going forward. Of course, I didn't even need to put any password in at any point. Uh, well, at least not from my Google accounts or Samsung accounts. Um, so that was the unboxing and quick setup of the Galaxy S23 Ultra. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much, John. Now, you've been using this phone for a while now. Did you make it your, your one yet? That's your daily driver. <laughs> Don't tell just, us. I said I, I <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that will just be about. <laughs> so I I've packed up my Z Fold Four and it's ready to be sent to Samsung for my trade-in. So, you know, I haven't quite gone through with it yet, but I have decided I'm going to. So, yeah, I think I'm going to keep it. That's good. And you were mentioning earlier on while we were talking that there's a heft to it. And I kind of like hefty fonts. I, I don't know why, but I tend to like fonts that feel like heavy in my hand. And this one you indicated has that heft yeah i so i mentioned in the unboxing video because i was comparing it to the pixel 7 pro i mentioned that it didn't feel like there was a weight difference but you know after using it for a long time when i go pick up my pixel 7 pro it feels like it's about to float away and i i think i'm the opposite of you i sort of like a lighter phone it doesn't I don't feel like it doesn't feel cheaper to me just because it's lighter or anything, but you know, everybody has their preferences when it comes to that. Someone needs to take Ed's place here. So because Pixel 7 is a Fisher Price phone, it's made of very old plastic material inside. And Galaxy S23 Ultra is made of premium metal. Now doggone you. You know, um, it's convenient that Ed, I'll talk about him behind his back since he's not here today. It's convenient that he, out of all the Pixel phones he wanted to buy, he bought the Pixel 5, which I think is like kind of the it's outlier the worst, when it comes to... It's the yeah, worst uh, phone, built, uh, Pixel built phone, phone ever. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that I'm not going to lie, that one does feel a little cheap, like cut some corners on it that year for some reason. Uh, even with the processor they used in it, it's the processor they normally use in their A series phones. Well, before they switched over to Tensor. So yeah, he, he went out and got that phone so that he could start calling it Fisher price. So I think that's exactly why he got that one. Exactly. And so, but you know, I like my phones with heft and you know, uh, Austin, thanks a lot for trying to stab my pixel seven in the back. Doggone you, man. Oh, Ed is listening to us, so he must be very happy that I stabbed the Pixel because they're nothing more than Fisher Price toys. I mean, if you stab the Pixel phone, your knife will go straight through it. Samsung might hold yeah, it back a little it, bit. It's no plastic, yeah. All that needs to happen is to look at the Jerry Rick, everything, um, uh, bending and touching, burnings and all of that. And both the Samsung phones and the Google phones hold up to his torture. So what are you guys talking about? He didn't use a sharp enough knife. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So I guess, John, the one question I would have is, like, what do you f- honestly find be- easier to work with, the larger screen from the Fold or the larger screen being on, like, a flat device? So I I prefer the Fold screen, but I found I wasn't really using it enough. Like, the, when I would use the Fold was when I was at home. Like, when I would use it open is when I was at home, when I could just grab a tablet anyway. So I think I the the fold when it's closed it had a smaller screen it was kind of weird it was very narrow even though it was tall so I prefer this form factor since I'm going to be using it closed most of the time for the fold so I will miss it being able to just open it rather than like grab a tablet or something. But, what do you mean um, you actually have to get up and move? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
or you know just the thought that i could do this while i'm out even though i never do it while i'm out <laughs> unless i'm trying to show off you know i want somebody to be like oh whoa what's that folding phone you got you know that's basically the only reason i would ever open it up in public so john which one is taller is the uh s23 ultra taller than the fold i would think it would be isn't it mm -hmm. so if you open the fold and you turn the um s23 into landscape the fold would be wider so it's actually a larger screen when the fold is open which makes sense is it a lot larger or just a bit larger i mean is it like it, almost like a tablet the fold when it's open it's not it's quite? like a, it's kind of like a square tablet so it's like a tablet that's not as wide like if you're holding it's in landscape almost in, be in between sort of yeah, it's definitely yeah. its own form factor. Yeah. Which has its pros and its cons. And the Galaxy Ultra, is that that's quite big, is it, com compared to the ordinary one? Or, or is it? Yeah. Is, is it it's 6.8 yeah. inches, where the normal is 6.1 inches. So, it yeah, it is a lot bigger. Um, the screens are... I know this only really applies to low-vision users, but the screen was supposedly the same. People thought it was the same because it had the same brightness, same resolution, same frame rate, all that. But that we've actually found since it's been released that it's using a different technology to power it. And that's part of the reason why it's getting uh, better battery life than the S22 Ultra is because it, it's it, more of a, an efficient screen. So it's getting just as bright, but using less battery. And that coupled with the more efficient processor they're using this year gives it a lot better battery life. I actually... So even though I don't need to, I turned the screen brightness up to 100%. I even turned on the switch for extra brightness, and I turned off the switch for adaptive brightness so that it would just stay full brightness all the time. And I went through the whole day, and I got over six hours of screen on time with it, which is crazy. I've never had a phone get that much screen on time when I have the brightness maxed out like that. Have you tried it without the brightness maxed out and see how long that Last. I today's actually the first day, so I put it back down to fifty percent today. I'm just gonna see like how low it gets by the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it, it will easily. I it'll last me a full day on full brightness. So the only question is, could it last me two days with half the brightness? I guess I'll find out. I'm really impressed with the battery life on this uh, phone, John, the Galaxy S23 Ultra. And like you said, you know, um. They said, well, you know, Samsung didn't mention this in the announcement or the unveiling, but yeah, this is a new screen, something new. And so far, though, they've said this is the most phones that people have been purchasing out of the 23 uh, series. It's the Ultra that people are getting. So I think people have wise up. Hey, I'm, if I'm going to get a phone, I'm going to get a good one. Do the other ones have that screen or is it just the Ultra? So they do, and they actually have improved the brightness. So, if if you're if that's something that's really important to you, that's something to keep in mind. The S twenty twos do not get as bright as the S twenty three phones when it comes to the base model and the plus model. So this year, the base model and the plus model also go up to max of seventeen fifty nits when it comes to brightness. So they're kind of catching up in brightness to what the S twenty two was last year so 
if you're coming if you're comparing an s22 ultra from last year to an s23 ultra from this year the brightness won't look any different although it will use less power but for the other the two lower end models you it is noticeably brighter on those and uses less power what about the sound how are you finding that hmm it's so it's really good i you know, after coming from a fold where it had equal speakers, like an upward and a downward firing, you know, it just bugs me that when when you're when you have stereo speakers on a phone, one is f- firing down and the other is firing at you, and it just doesn't sound quite equal. So that mm. bugs me a little bit. But as far as how loud it gets and how clear clear it gets, they're very good speakers, no complaints at all. S Pen or no S Pen? I I don't use the S Pen. That's but there definitely is one, not. Is there? Yeah, yeah, it's there. Does it have a little bit in the side where you p- can put it or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it keeps it in there and it charges, keeps it charged. Um, so when you pull it out, you know, it, it connects using Bluetooth. Um, so yeah, you can use oh, it. Can... The S Pen actually has its own charge. I thought it was just like a. Oh no! It's got its own charge. That's just me yeah. being silly. Okay, I, because I've never you could used do one, so I don't you know. could do gestures with it, like in the air, if you want to like swipe right to skip songs or swipe left, even when you're not touching the screen. There's a button on it that you can use to like capture a photo if you want to like set up your phone somewhere and then take your S like in a, a selfie and you want to be far yeah. away or your you and your family. That's yeah, quite cool. Picture, yeah, so you could just that take yourself. Cool. Yeah, so it's connected wirelessly, and you could just press the button on it to snap the photo. So. There are some situations where I would use it, but it's not like I don't use it as a stylus. Yeah, but that's cool that you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's that's, nice. That's awesome. And is it only the Ultra that has the stylus? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, basically well, they've the Ultra has taken over what used to be the Note, so they don't have a Note mm-hmm. anymore. If you want the S Pen Galaxy phone, you just have to get the S Ultra now. Now, see, in as much as I like the uh, S23 Ultra or all the Ultra um, series, the uh, one thing that may be a put off for me is the S Pen. I I wish I had one that didn't have that. So I think for me, I may be getting the plus if I were to get it. Um, cause I, oh, yeah, because you don't like the smaller screen, do you? No, I Whereas don't. I, I like that I've, big I've, I've got girly hands. I've got girly <laughs> Bigger hands. Bigger is better. Big yeah. Well, no, I like the girls, not but not the uh, <laughs> the girly stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was strongly concerned. I actually thought I was going to get the S23 Plus. That was my point, my idea going in. And, you know, it's shaped better. Like, it has more of a, the rounder corners like a normal phone. But because there has to be room for the S Pen, the corners are like yeah. squared off. They're like sharp corners. So it's it feels a lot bigger than it is. So even though it's the only difference between the Plus and the Ultra is 6.7 versus 6.8 inch screen, but it feels a lot bigger just because of how it's shaped. That's right. And, you know, people like it. So that's a good thing. Um, and people find a lot of usage for that S Pen. So um, it's... One of those things that comes down to choice, but I really like the size of the phone, 6.8. That's a nice size. I like that. I think I'd go for the, the smaller one, personally. That's what I would do. 
We're turning on now to our next segment, and this would be what closes today's episode. And this would be the demonstration of the app of the week in the way of an app called Jumbo. Here is Jumbo's demonstration. Hi, for episode 115 app of the week of the Blind Android Users podcast, this is demonstrating an app called Jumbo, J-U-M-B-O. I'm coming across this app for the first time, and I thought it would be good to demo this app, so I'm starting it afresh. I haven't gone into it, but reading the description, I thought it would be something that would be useful. It has to do with privacy and all of that, preventing or rather protecting you from online predators and protecting your information up there and also including the fact that they will pay you should your information get breached or something to that effect. Therefore, I'm demonstrating Jumbo. For this demonstration, I am using my Pixel 6 Pro running Android 13 QPR2 Beta 2.3. And in the way of a TTS engine, I am utilizing the Google Speech Services in the way of variant voice number 6. I am now on my home screen and will navigate my way to the icon for Jumbo and will Jumbo it through together. Here's what I'm talking about. Jumbo. Here's Jumbo. I'll tap here to activate. Jumbo. Jumbo 4. For everyone. Enlist. Launching the app, we heard Jumbo 4. For everyone. This is on the tutorial page, I believe. And I'll put my finger in the middle of the phone or from the top, putting my finger on the top. I don't hear anything moving my finger down. I hear the following. Jumbo 4 for everyone. Moving down. A redesigned app, a new icon, and now completely free for consumers. Jumbo 4 is our biggest update so far. And I do want to apologize in advance that I do have a house full of kids teenagers downstairs and although I've told them again and again to kind of cut it out a little bit I can still hear voices so if you hear voices my apologies now let's move to the bottom and at the bottom I hear discover jumbo 4 button out of list discover jumbo 4 button uh, tab here back button we heard back and that's usually at the top left corner moving my finger down jumbo is now free for consumers enlist we heard jumbo is now free for consumers moving down we're changing the way we do business read about it here jumbo will never sell your data or show you ads okay continuing at the bottom next button out of list we have the next button. I'll tab here to go next. Next button. I heard next because I think the screen reader jumped to the bottom of it. I'm going to move my finger up. $25,000 ID theft insurance for free. Enlist. We heard $25,000 free for ID theft. Next. Last year, 42 million Americans lost money to identity theft, costing $52 billion. With Jumbo 4, you get stolen funds reimbursement for free. It sounds unbelievable, isn't it? Next. 
Next button out of we list. We have the next at the bottom of the screen again. I'll tap to activate. Next button. I'll move my finger toward the middle. And increase your insurance up to $1 million in list. Okay, moving. Bump up your coverage by $25,000 each time a friend you invite joins Jumbo. Aha, uh -huh. this has to do with word of mouth. If you want to spread the news, invite a friend, a friend uses it, and your coverage goes up. Next. Next button out of Tap. list. Next button. Put my finger in the middle again. Making everyone safer online in list. Moving down. Let's make the internet safer together. Thank you for being a part of this journey. Alright, moving my finger down toward the bottom. Next button out of here list. Here next tab. Back button. Putting my finger near the top. How did you hear about Jumbo in list? We hear how did you hear about Jumbo? And I'm gonna move through the different items because I believe there's a lot of items here or sources. And we've got the following. Other next. We heard other Going down. Instagram, next. Moving down. Quora, next. Moving down. Other online advertising, next. Other online advertising. TV, next. TV, next. Facebook, next. Next. TikTok, next. Oh, TikTok, next. YouTube, next. YouTube, next. Word of mouth, next. Word of mouth, Twitter, next. Twitter. News, article, or blog, next. News, article, or blog. I think I'm going to choose this, and I think that's how I found it tonight, so I'm going to tap here. Edit box, email, email at domain.com, enlist. So Back. tapping on the next, so basically after you tap on either of those uh, sources that you heard, about Jumbo and you tap on it, you are placed now on an edit field to provide your email address. I'm moving my finger a little bit upward so we find out what the context is. What is your email? It says, what is your email? Now moving down, of course, that's the edit field. Edit box, editing, email, email at domain.com. And I'm going to put my email address here and I'm going to pause. It's not like it. People don't know my email address, but not to waste your time, I'm going to pause here and put my email address and then return. I just put in my email address and below that we hear, We will never sell any of your information. We will never sell any of your information. Next. Next button out of list. There's a next button right there. I'll tap. Warcare at gmail.com. Oh, there's my email address. <laughs> Now that I have tapped on Next, I am on a new page and I'm going to put my finger near the top. Yes, your data was hacked. Enlist. It says yes, my data was hacked. And I believe it. Moving down. Jumbo found your personal information in five data leaks. Jumbo found my information in five data leaks. Moving my finger down. Five hacks. Affecting you. Five hacks affecting me. And it looks like these things are arranged in rows and columns. And so to the right of that. Three passwords. 
exposed. Three of my passwords were exposed, moving down below the first one on the left. June 2020. Most recent hack. My most recent hack was back in June of 2020 when we were all hankered down in that silly lockdown. Next, to the right of that. 33,539. Hack scanned. It scanned 33,000 plus hack scans. And now moving toward the bottom. See what's compromised. Button out of list. See what is compromised. That's the last item there. And that's it on this page. Now I'm going to look at the top to see if there's anything like settings or any other buttons. And looking near the top left. Back button out of list. I found a back button near the top left corner, moving my finger to the top right corner. I hear nothing. And so if I tap on that button at the bottom. See what's compromised button. That's see what was compromised. I tap here. Next button. I heard next. I'm going to move my finger near the top. Five hacks affecting you over five years in list. Five hacks affecting me over five years, moving my finger down. 2018. 2018. Bookmate account hacked. My bookmate account was hacked, and I think I saw this in Google too. Moving down. July 8th, 2018. July 8th, 2018. Review hack button. I could tap here to review that hack. 2016. Then back in 2016. Username exposed. My username was exposed. September 1st, 2016. September 2016. Review hack button. You got the drift. Now I'm going to move to the bottom. Next button out there of was list. A next. Build my protection button. Now I'm on a new page or new screen and here we got. Let's build up your protection against leaks and hacks. We here, let's build your protection against new hacks and leaks or leaks and hacks. Jumbo helps you understand how well protected you are against data leaks and hacks and what to do next. Okay, moving down. Build my protection button. And build my protection button. If I tap here, for example. Skip button. I heard skip, so I'm going to put my finger near the top. And going down from there. Jumbo protects your personal data from viruses and hackers 24-7. Moving my finger down. In the past week, Jumbo detected 6,740,000 pieces of leaked data. That's not mine, though. I mean, that's talking about worldwide. And at the bottom of the screen, I hear... Turn on 24-7 data monitoring button. Turn on 24-7 data monitoring. And that's the last item that I have here. And now that more kids have come into my house, I think I'll now stop this recording and call it good. That has been Jumbo, and I hope you find it useful. Thanks for listening. And with that, folks, we come to the end of this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to us. Austin will give you a way on how to contact us. So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, 
youtube.com slash blind android users subscribe to our mailing list blind android users plus subscribe at groups.io the links for telegram and twitter clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links so that is it from us this week and from me it's goodbye later bye great week goodbye Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel.